You're listening to Rama for Today. Uh, I mean, we get uh, our minds upon miracles and uh, miraculous deliverances, which usually happen instantly. You know, I pastored another 12 years, never did bury one church member in 12 years of pastoral work, never knew about one of them, but got healed instantly. Number two, they very seldom got healed in a healing meeting. I had healing meetings every Saturday night. Outsiders came and got healed. How did your members get healed? By me teaching them. They didn't even get healed through prayer primarily. How did you get them healed and not bury one church member in 12 years? By teaching See, we don't think a lot of time that we're doing the work of Jesus in teaching, but we are. Are you listening to me? See, that's one way that he got people healed. See, he didn't always get people healed through miraculous gifts of the Spirit. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on doing the works of Jesus, Volume 2. Later in today's program, I'll tell you more about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Glory to God. We'll open our Bibles again today to Scripture that we've been looking at in these classes. The ninth chapter of Matthew to begin with, and then we'll turn over to the fifth chapter of John's Gospel. We'll read some other Scripture while we're there. But if you'll find those two openings, it'll be sufficient. The ninth chapter of Matthew, the fifth chapter of John's Gospel. Now here in the ninth chapter of Matthew's Gospel... The 35th verse, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness, or every manner of sickness, and every manner of disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth the laborers into his harvest. Now, again, the, the fifth chapter of John's Gospel. Here the Word of God tells us, beginning to read with the very first verse, After this there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, a blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man uh, was made whole, and took up his bed, and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath day. The Jews therefore said unto him that was cured, It is a Sabbath day, it is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. He answered them, He that made me whole, the same said unto me, Take up thy bed and walk. Then asked they him, What man is that which said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? And he that was healed wist not who it was. For Jesus had conveyed himself away, a multitude being in that place. And afterwards Jesus findeth him in the temple, and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole, sin no more, lest a worse thing 
come unto thee. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole. And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. But Jesus answered them, My father worketh hitherto, and I work. Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him, because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself. But what he seeth the Father do, for what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. Then in the 14th chapter of John's Gospel, in the 12th verse, we read where Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. So then, if we are, as believers, to do the works of Jesus, this examine real carefully, and that's what we're doing in these classes, just how Jesus ministered to the sick, just what he did in his ministry. Because we see, we, we need to get a whole picture of his ministry because uh, all of it is his works, not just isolate the healing. Now, you'll notice the first text we read uh, concerns the entire ministry of Jesus that consisted of these three things. He went about their cities and villages teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing every manner of sickness and disease among the people. Praise God forevermore. See, his ministry consisted of teaching, preaching, healing. Now, very often when it comes to healing, you see, uh, I mean, we get uh, our minds upon miracles and uh, miraculous deliverances, which usually happen instantly. You know, I pastored another 12 years, never did bury one church member in 12 years of pastoral work, never knew of one of them that got healed instantly. Number two, they very seldom got healed in a healing meeting. I had healing meetings every Saturday night. Outsiders came and got healed. How did your members get healed? By me teaching them. They didn't even get healed through prayer primarily. How did you get them healed and not bury one church member in 12 years? By teaching. See, we don't think a lot of time that we're doing the work of Jesus in teaching, but we are. Are you listening to me? See, that's one way that he got people healed. See, he didn't always get people healed through miraculous gifts of the Spirit. Now, let's back up and look at this a moment. We've covered this ground, but we'll look at it for a moment here. Notice this. Notice this. First of all, here is the healing that takes place at the pool of Bethesda. Uh, an angel comes down and troubles the water. The first one in gets healed. That's all. Got to wait again for the angel to come. So you'll see that God does initiate some healings on his own. He's a divine sovereign being. He can do anything he wants to do as long as he doesn't violate his word. You see, he's given us his holy word. If he violated his word, he'd be a liar. Just like you, if you violate your word, you're a liar. Well, healing, of course, does not violate his word, does it? It's in line with his word. So if he wanted to send an angel down to trouble the water, just to let people know, you see, God will do some things for signs every now and then. Just let people know he's still alive and doing well. Praise God that his power is still available. And so you'll see those things happen. You'll see those things happen. And another thing that you need to notice is that this man wasn't what we would call a Christian man, or whoever got in there. He didn't have to be a Jew. He didn't have to be a, what we would call a saved person. I mean, there was no qualification, saved or unsaved. Amen. Pretty or ugly. Rich or poor. Man or woman. Just the first one in got healed. And you'll see things like that happen today. Then secondly, Jesus came along there this day. Now he's ministering, Acts 10, 
38 said, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, the Holy Ghost and power went about doing good and healing all the oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And here you have a manifestation of the Spirit of God, two manifestations of the Spirit of God, or we call them gifts of the Spirit. First of all, Jesus knew that the man had been that way for a long time in that case, or we'd say in that condition. How did he know it? Didn't anybody tell him? Well, he knew it by divine revelation. It was revealed to him. That's what we call the word of knowledge. Then secondly, Jesus did not pray for him. Jesus did not touch him. Jesus did not lay hands upon him. Jesus did not teach him. Jesus said, other than wilt thou be made whole. He said, sir, I have no one to whip me in the water. Jesus just said to him, rise, take up your bed and walk. The man rose, took up his bed, was healed instantly. Praise God, went his way. The Jews accosted him for he is carrying his bed on the Sabbath. That wasn't lawful. Uh, you know, you weren't even supposed to do anything on the Sabbath. Not even get a stick of wood. Gather wood for a fire. Not even light a fire on the Sabbath. And so on. And uh, so he was, you know, violating their Sabbath by carrying his bed. And so they, they accosted him and stopped him and talked to him. You know, why? Well, he said, uh, the man that healed me, the fellow that cured me, told me to do it. Well, he said, who was that man? And he said, well, I don't know. He said, the scripture said, he wist not who it was, for Jesus had conveyed himself away. Now, you see, here's something unusual that we need to realize and grasp about gifts of the Spirit, manifestation of the Spirit. You see, Jesus ministered to the one man and disappeared, so to speak, just, just conveyed himself away. It said, we read the expression there, lost in the crowd. Why didn't he minister? There's five porches full of sick people here. Well, you see, ministering under the anointing of the Spirit, you can only minister to the one that the Lord says minister to. Jesus gave an illustration of that. We looked at it there in the fourth chapter of Luke, where he said, in the days, you remember, of Elijah the prophet, there were many widows in Israel, many widows. And, but unto none of them was Elijah sent, save unto Sarepta, their city of Sidon. In other words, he couldn't just go into anybody, any widow's home, and, and work a miracle. See, that was the gift of working of miracles that was manifested, where the oil crews kept giving oil, and the meal bearer kept giving meal. In the days of Elisha, the prophet, there were many lepers in Israel, and none of them were healed, cleansed. Not a single one of them. Not a single one of them. Now, people evidently were healed of other things, but uh, saving Naaman of the Syrian. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the book from Kenneth E. Hagan, Love, The Way to Victory. The next item is the three-CD set from Kenneth Hagan, Our New Spiritual Realities. Both of these items are for the special price of $23.95. That's $13 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You know, we are now enrolling for the fall 2019, September, yes. at Rainbow Bible Training College. 
and you can apply online at rbtc.org and go, you can go right there. You, yes. There is an application right there. Now, some people say, well, it's just for people going in the ministry. Well, it is for people going in the ministry, but if you just want to come and take two years of just Bible subjects, you can. That's right. If you just want to come and learn how to be a help in your church, work a job and just be a help volunteering in your church, yes. which we call, which is called the Ministry of Helps there in Romans. Uh, we we have that. That's right. It, you know, we have, uh, we have then, if you want to get involved in music, then mm -hmm. we have the, the music school, the third year, go, go two years to yes. the regular court, then the third year you choose missions, Pastor, youth, student, ministries. student ministries, that's children and youth, uh, missionary, uh, worship, all of those yes. things. And, and you can learn it right here. And the thing about it, everybody that's teaching you has several years of experience in ministry. A lot of years. A lot of years. Yes. I've, got, I've got 61 years myself. And, and I don't know how what the total is now, but it, it's it's a yes. large number that is meant because many places people are teaching you, but they have never done anything in the ministry or what they've never done it. They're teaching it, but they've never they've never practiced, it. practiced it. Yes, and it's a whole lot different doing it than it is reading about it and then going and teaching somebody. And so. you know, honey, I was thinking about some, we've had this testimony. Some people, they knew God had something for them yes. in their life. They didn't know what it was. Right. But when they came to Rama, they found out the plan that God had for yes. them. Yes, they, they found their plan. I mean, and w there's some people that come thinking one thing, they're going mm -hmm. to be one thing, but as they get into the school and begin to get in, in, in the setting in the classes, they begin to realize, that's not what I need to do. I that's need right. to go, this is what I need to do. That's right. So, hey, you can go right now and, and, and go uh, apply online, rbtc.org. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his teaching, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 2. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.